0: Run Towards the Lord An interview with Chika Ayamu from Lifeteen And we're back, so we're joined here today with Chika Yes And how do you say your last name, Chika?
1: Ayamu You can just call me Chika Um, But yeah, it's Nigerian So my family, we are Igbo, we are from Nigeria I was born and raised in California But my parents are born and raised in in Nigeria
0: That's so cool Yeah So Chika is from Lifeteen Yes um as a speaker
1: yes, well i'm an area contact for life Teen, which is someone who my my ministry is to minister to youth ministers
0: <laughs> that's so good yeah that's so good. So would you mind telling us just about your life and how you came to know Jesus Christ?
1: Yeah, so I grew up in a very Catholic household. Uh, my mom was a knight's. of uh, My dad was a Knights of Columbus. My mom is wow. a lector and like a reader at church. My brothers are altar servers. Um, my sister, and I sing in the choir, and then I became like one of the youngest lectors at my parish. Wow,
0: super active and, Catholic
1: family. Yeah, absolutely. So we like we lived about a seven minute walk and a like, two yeah. minute drive from the church. So we were constantly there. If we ever had any family arguments or disappointments, we would just immediately go to the church. And I, so I fell in love with the church and I always knew about how much that God loved me. And when I was in eighth grade going into ninth grade, I had an opportunity to go on this retreat uh, put on by Net Ministries called D Week. And at this retreat, it was my first time of really being challenged to respond to the love of God. You know, hearing about how much God loved me, the question became, Well, Chica, do you love God? And if so, have you ever told him? And I thought, Well, like, no, God already knows that I love him. Why do I need to tell him? And it was, Well, just like your parents, like, you know that they love you, but it still feels good to hear it. Um, can you respond just making that choice to the love of God? And so I did. I said, God, I love you. I give you my life. You have everything. I am yours. And, you know, With doing that, I just you kinda like that idea of Christianity is all puppies and unicorns and rainbows. That was my initial thought. Um forgetting that Jesus says you must pick up your cross and a cross is not, you know, such a beautiful instrument. It's worn as a necklace, but we know it was an instrument of torture. Um but I, I pretty much forgot about that and I thought my life would be like just on cruise control, it'd be really simple. Uh but a month after uh, I gave my life to the Lord. I experienced the death of a friend um, in a car accident. And it was the catalyst of, uh, from my freshman or my ninth grade year of high school to my ninth grade year of uh, uni, uh, 11 people passed away. My, ja- my dad took a job overseas. And I just experienced a lot of loss during that period of time, those very formative years. And I fell away from the, from from the Lord, from having a really strong relationship with God. Like I was mad at him. I love the Lord, but I was really mad at him. Um, and kind of like a child who's reprimanded by a parent where you're like upset, but like you also want them to hold you. Uh, that's the way I was with God. Not that he was reprimanding me, but I was reprimanding myself and uh, taking myself away from the Lord. So even though I was going to mass, I was also going to parties and I was just living a pretty kind of wild rambunctious lifestyle uh my sophomore year of of, or my let's see my second year of college or uni i had a friend who um i kind of was bragging to him about something that i did and he really called me out like i i praise god for his boldness and his courage to put our friendship on the line to call me out of of sin and to say you know chica you're getting to the point where you do something new and i'm not surprised anymore You know that you're worth more. You have greater dignity than that. And I realized he was right. It didn't take, I mean, it took a little bit longer for me to have a conversion, a full conversion of life. Um, But once I did, you know, God has held me close to his heart since then. You know, it hasn't always been easy. It's not unicorns and rainbows and puppies, Um, but it's so worth it. Like, I found real joy in my life. You know, even when sorrow and suffering, like a lot of times people ask me, like, why are you so happy? Um, it's like, I'm I'm not always happy, but I am joyful. Uh, St. Therese of Lisieux is someone who exemplified that in her life. Padre Pio exemplified that in his life. Um, it doesn't mean the absence. Joy does not mean the absence of suffering. It, it means finding the Lord and worth and dignity in the midst of suffering, um, so that is the the life that I try to live.
0: Wow, that's beautiful.
1: It's yeah, God's been good to me. I tell you, I cannot complain about anything. God has been so good to me and so faithful to me. Um, scripture verse from 2 Timothy's, even when we are or Timothy, I should say. Um, God is faithful even when we are unfaithful because God cannot deny himself. There's so much truth to that. Like I have been I'm a sinner. I sin every day. I try my best not to, but I fail in one way or another. but um, like God still loves me. Like that boggles my mind that He's still in love with me, and He still just like He doesn't abandon me. Like He's still calling me to His heart. So yeah.
0: Wow, that's incredible. And and I guess like because I I find this is a probably a common. Pro- uh, a common experience with a lot of teenagers, you know, as they're growing up, um, they might be faithful, they might be growing up in good Catholic families, and then when they hit high school, they get influenced by so much stuff, um, kind, of, kind of like what you experience, and, you know, I myself experienced this too. Is there a message that you would love to share with them, like maybe from your own experiences, like how you could to encourage them, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, one of the things I think, it's tough because... I have a story that's somewhat dramatic, Um, you know, and and the things that I share. And sometimes teens feel like they need to have this sort of Paulian conversion or the St. Paul like conversion where, you know, he was a murderer and, Mm. you know, then the Lord struck him blind and then some stranger, you know, spoke scripture to him and his eyes were open, like all of those things. And I would love to say to teens, like, you don't need to live a reckless life. If you know the Lord, then know the Lord and stay faithful, stay truthful. He will come to you and you will still have an amazing life. Um, and when things get tough, it's easy to run from the Lord instead of to run to Him. Like, I encourage you with all my heart to run towards the Lord, to seek Him um, rather than to hide from Him. Um, and I know that's almost this, you know, it's it's a sin of Adam and Eve. You know, they, they hid from the Lord but He's calling us to run to Him in the sacraments, especially reconciliation. Um, Yeah, if you don't have to, and none of us have to, it's it's all a choice to sin. Sin is a choice. Um, You know, fall in love with the Lord, be in love with the Lord, and and amen. It's not that simple. It's easier said than done, but um, I, I know that I've, I've tried to find my happiness and joy in the ways of the world. And I was never satisfied. I'm still not satisfied. Like when you look at your phone and there there are these studies that show that um, the feeling, the euphoria that you get from getting a like or a favorite or a retweet from, you know, social media is the same almost sense of euphoria from when you like do drugs Like, isn't that crazy? Um, we are so addicted to our phones and the feelings that we get from them. And we sometimes base our worth on those likes and retweets and favorites and all of that. Um, and, and we search for God in that feeling, but we need to remember that God is way more than a feeling. You know, our feelings, they come and they go, they're high and they're low, but truly our God is constant. He's constantly searching for us. He's constantly loving us. Um, Fall in love with the Lord, be in love with the Lord. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's
0: incredible. That's incredible. I, I, I remember um, I was just thinking as you were saying that, like, um, so this morning, right, because we, we had mass this morning quite early, and um, so I didn't get to have breakfast. And so, you know, I kind of came here, had my coffee. We have biscuits coffee actually they're under breakfast. the table. Yeah, yeah, coffee's <laughs> breakfast, and um, I kind of gorge myself on these biscuits. You know, I think I had about twelve, and now I'm feeling extremely sick. Yeah, and I'm just thinking, like, isn't sometimes sin like that? You know, like you you eat all this kind of stuff that that probably tastes good, but at the end of it, it just makes you feel sick. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And then you just you just look back and it's like, wow, I really wish I didn't have to do, do that? that. You yeah. know. Uh, and and that's kind of how I'm feeling right now I wish I didn't have all those
1: cookies (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean that's a true testament to the way that life is you know Um, in Theology of the Body they talk about like the fast food diet where it's just like you're gorging on everything and it's like oh this is so tasty but you're left so empty like you're you're filling yourself you're consuming yourself but yet you're still empty like how interesting that is and yet with the Lord you know as he says to the woman at at the well you know I will give you life-giving water I mean, the Lord is is what satisfies. You know, I've never been to communion and been like, oh, I feel so sick after this. Like, I always walk away just being like, God, you are so good. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for choosing such a simple form to, to be under so that I can consume you and be consumed by you. You know, and... And that's kind of what I love about Catholicism is that we're that middle ground. You know, we're not the puritanical starvation, we're not the hedonistic fast food, but we are that um, that middle ground of of come and eat and and be filled by what actually nourishes.
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: it's so good.
0: <laughs> that's so beautiful. Thanks for showing that.
1: Yeah, um, theology of the body. It's a great. Um, yeah, it's just great. <laughs> Christopher West, is your body, Saint. Pope John Paul II, yeah.
0: Amen. <laughs> yeah,
1: learn. The more you learn, it's like the more you know of, of your dignity and and who you are and who you're meant to be and, and what your purpose is in life and beyond. So, yeah.
0: And I guess, since we're talking about theology of the body, like I said right at the start, you work with Life Teen. Yeah. Did you want to tell us you know, about your work?
1: Oh, I would love to. Life Teen is so amazing. I can't speak of it uh, enough. So it's a a youth movement and we, our goal is to lead teens closer to Christ. And um, it's done through youth ministries. Um, Youth ministers, they have the Life Teen resource and it's, You know, we call them Life Nights. So it's their youth group nights um, for 6th, 7th, and 8th graders called EDGE. And then youth group nights for the high schoolers, uh, ninth through 12th grade, called Life Teen. Uh, And there's even for uni students called College Life. So it is a way of equipping youth ministers to, um, to be Christ in their parish. You know, like we go to these events like Ignite, and this is so amazing. But you leave this conference, now what? You know, we want you to be able to go home and still work on your own personal relationship with the Lord. And so youth ministers have this resource as a way to help them um, to, um, to, to meet the needs of their teens and the parish and their communities. And it's not just for teens. You know, even the priest, uh, there's conferences for priests. There are resources like the Liturgy Planning Guide that help priests with their homilies. Um, Here's some homily ideas so that when you're speaking to your young people um, on this Sunday of the year, you know, here's something that's relevant to them. Even music ministers, how do you reach teens through music? Um, Music is so valuable and, you know, I would rather our teens listen to you— There's a great artist, Ike Dolo, you know, Catholic artist. I would rather them listen to him than, I don't even know, um, gosh, Lil Wayne or something of the sort, you know, like, or Kanye. Like, this is the music that they're listening to, but, you know, and and it's great because you can find God even in secular music, but let's just proclaim God right now. So how about you listen to Ike? How about you listen to Emmanuel Worship or... um, you know, Jackie Francois is amazing. Uh, there's a lot of great Catholic artists. Anyway, so they have music resources. They have um, the the youth ministry resources. There's a great blog, um, lifeteen.com, and it's all up-to-date and very relevant. So being from California, being from the U.S., we just had the um, uh, Hurricane Maria, Hurricane Irma, and already there is, um, like, resources on how to cope when you know, these disasters come, you know, yet people who are questioning where is God in these disasters. And there are already resources on explaining that, but also on encouraging people to be Christ when those disasters happen. You know, we always say like, where is God? Well, God is in you. So what are you doing to be Christ to your neighbor? Whose home was swept away? Um, how are you giving of your time, your talents and your treasure stewardship? Um, so encouraging people and giving them opportunities to practice that. So, yeah, it's great. There's, there's book resources. There's music resources. There's um, for youth group, college, for parents. There's even a parent website. Um, yeah, like if you're like, how do I talk to my kids about sex? This is so weird. Um, it's like, well, here. Here's a resource for you to do that. Uh, and they also work with other great ministries to bring the Catholic Church alive to the youth all over the world.
0: Wow, that's great. And how would you get access to these resources? We can share it on Cradio, like for all our listeners.
1: Oh, perfect. So, lifeteen.com, check it out. Yeah, it's so it's simple. Easy. Yeah, L I F E T E E N.com. So easy. That's what we try to do. We make it easy for you so that you don't have to do the heavy lifting. Yeah, because the, the less that you have to worry about resources, then the more that you have time spending building up relationships with the body of Christ. So let us do the work for you and then you just really get to live and love it with the, the community that you're in.
0: Amen. Chika, thank you so much for your time. Thank you yeah. for talking to us.
1: Dude, this is my absolute pleasure and I'm grateful for ministries like Cradio that are you know, bringing truth to the world. So thank you so much.
0: Uh, we'll be praying for you and for your ministry. Thank you. Uh, and for anyone else out there, please pray for Chika for Li- and for Life Team. That was an interview with Chika Ayani. For more from Life Team, Visit LifeTeam.com, and for more interviews, talks, and shows, visit Radio.org.au.